Getting Busy is a podcast hosted by Megan and Brandy. We are two moms who are sharing our experiences and realistic advice on healthy motherhood. Enjoying humor and a cocktail along the way. Hello, hello, friends. Summer is coming and our schedules are flying out the door. Or are they? I know my children, just the thought of them getting out of school makes me feel a little bit overwhelmed. Um, but my husband and I, we have we have sat down and we've discussed our schedule. We have got a sitter lined up. <laughs> so we're pretty organized. Um, but still makes me so nervous as far as like my personal like work plans and health goals. I'm nervous everything's going to go out the window, but we shall see. Brandy, tell me about tell me about you. How do you feel with the girls? Are they out yet? They get out tomorrow. We have had half days the past, well, tomorrow will be 3 days of half days, which why are they doing that to us? I don't even understand. Like how's anybody supposed to get anything done? with three half days. And I'll tell you, like, I have felt like the past month, I mean, we talk about mayhem, we talk about how crazy December has been. And I feel like I haven't had a good foot on uh, the schedule in probably like three weeks. And so there's a big part of me that's so excited about, you know, summer, but pause for the cause. I'm very nervous about what that means for our schedule. And unlike you, we don't have like real help lined up this summer. Um, we're trying to save for a new house for next year. And so that was one of the things that I was like, oh, I'm going to try and cut that out of the budget. And I'm afraid that I just cut my sanity in half too, but I'm super, I'm, I'm optimistic. I've been looking at, I'm, I'm so optimistic. I've been looking at Pinterest this morning, like summer routines for first graders. So thoughts and prayers up to me. If y'all got them, send them my way. Um, but we'll see how it goes. So we'll see how it goes. But I really, I think that this is such an important time for us to bring in my friend, Carmen, Carmen Paulson, who is with Plan Bold. Carmen is a mom to three kiddos, actually five kids, but three, they're at home with them. Uh, she is a pharmacist by trade, but she stepped back from that to really pursue her passion. And her planning, uh, she has a paper planner company, and they actually do all kinds of things besides just the one paper planner, but Plan Bold is my personal favorite planner that I've been using for two years now. And I think that Carmen is going to be such a great guest for us to have on today as she can kind of help wrangle in some of the anxiety that we're feeling about summer schedules. Carmen, it's so nice to chat with you today. Hi, Brandy. Hi, Megan. Thanks for having me, ladies. <laughs> well, I want to know more about you. So Talk to us about where you live, where you're from. Talk to us about why planning has become such a big part of your life. Yeah, so I am a Midwest gal. I currently live in Omaha, Nebraska, and grew up in Nebraska, just Western Nebraska. And during college, kind of moved my way more east. So um, I now live in Omaha. Um, my husband is a patent attorney, um, has a very busy schedule. I used to be a pharmacist, um, still am a pharmacist. I keep up on my continuing education, but I'm not currently practicing. Um, and like I said, we have two older sons in their 20s. Um, I have a stepson and then um, our son, Caleb, 
And then I have a daughter who is 12, a son who is eight, and a daughter who is almost four um, that all live at home. So um, when you talk about the anxiety of summer, I, I definitely feel that. Um, even, you know, not working my full-time pharmacist job anymore, obviously when you start staying home as a mom and start your own company, you kind of fill all of those minutes of your day with other things. So, um, thinking about having Claire home two days a week, and then Izzy and Isaac are going to be home every day. And we have camps and sports and swimming lessons and all the things, it definitely starts to ramp up the anxiety um, for us moms. That is for sure. You know, with kind of the craziness of, you know, mine and my husband's schedule, that's kind of where my passion for building this planner company came from. Um, I've always liked to plan. I've always been really into planners and pins, you know, just all of the things that go along with, with planning and keeping things neat and organized. Um, not that I always am neat and organized, but um, I do enjoy it. Um, and I think I just felt the pressure of being pulled in so many different directions um, and just feeling like you could never give any area a hundred percent. You know, you were always kind of just dabbling and, you know, your kids, your spouse, your meal planning, your health, your house. And it, I just kind of needed to find that balance. And I felt like this um, planner and just how we built the company um, kind of helped with that. So that's kind of where all of that started. I love that. Carmen, so you are a mom, business owner, and you also focus on your health. And obviously Brandy and I love that. Talk to us a little bit about um, the, the section in your planner where we can chat, you know, goals for ourselves and kind of what that looks like each week. Yeah. So um, each weekly layout has a goal setting section. So um, there's icons also each day that you can track. So you kind of, it's like a habit tracker sort of, and you're looking at um, how was your workout today? How was your nutrition? How was your sleep? Did you get your water in? And then you can kind of reflect on all of that and set up your goals for the next week. And actually the 2024 planner, I made a few changes. Um, so there's actually going to be goals for this week and a goals for next week section. And then those little icons are actually going to be put into a space that is just a habit tracker. Um, so they won't be on the daily. It just has its own little section now. It just makes it really simple to kind of look at it and see where you need to focus on the next week. So I, I think that's going to be really helpful. Um, so I think that just that daily reflection um, is just so good for our self-awareness. Um, we need to know, you know, what things in your day are helping you get closer to your goals, but what things in your day are kind of making you take a step back and, you know, kind of how can you fix those? Um, so I think that, you know, just looking at that and reinforcing good habits, thinking about habits that you maybe need to change. Um, you can track your progress, um, things like that. So my goal setting, sometimes my goals in there too are not always just health related for me. Uh, sometimes it's, I need to work on Claire going to bed on time. You know, it's all even things, you know, little things like that, that help with our mental wellness, like having your toddler go to bed is good for my mental health and I need that to happen, you know? So, um, even things like that are just something in my house that's cluttered and it's been driving me nuts. I'm that's a goal for next week. I want to get that cleaned out because it's 
causing me stress, you know? So it, it doesn't even always have to be health related, but in the end, it all kind of helps with our health and our overall well-being. I love that you said that, Carmen. I think that that's so important. And and you talked about that like each day or each week moving forward, you're going to be confronted with this week's goals and next week's goals. And Megan knows this about me. I was recently diagnosed with ADD. I'm 39 years old. I never knew that I had ADD until I started working from home and being confronted with all of the different distractions that are around us all the time, which I feel like that's so prevalent in 2023, right? We're trying to manage our kids' schedules. We're trying to manage our schedules. Having those goals right in front of me has really helped me kind of have more tunnel vision when I'm confronted with them each and every week. So I love that. You know, it's my second year using Plan Bold. It really is laid out so well. And I love that section. Um, I want to talk more about the meal planning section, though. So that's Mm -hmm. something that um, in years past, I was really loosey goosey in the summer. And I feel like it got me into a little, little bit of trouble here, not having a good meal plan. So is that something that you and your family do each week? Do you guys meal plan? Yeah, so I I do that. That's kind of one of my jobs in the household is um, doing the meal planning and, um, you know, the grocery shopping and preparing the meals and all of that. And there is no doubt a direct correlation with me being able to stick with my healthy eating and me planning or not planning. If I, and I will say the past few weeks here in my house have been so wild with softball and baseball every night and just, you know, constant games. And I have, I don't have a meal plan for this week yet. And I'm kind of just pulling things out of the refrigerator. And it is so much more difficult to stick to um, my healthy plan, the, you know, the nutritious foods that I want to eat and I want to feed my family when I don't have that done. Um, and I do sometimes go through and plan different things for me and I'll make something else for the kids if I feel like it's something they're not going to eat. But um, I have been love loving following your uh, stories lately, Brandy, because I'm like, I need more meals that I don't have to cook two meals because that does get to be a lot too. Um, but yeah, I think as it helps obviously with your nutrition, it just takes the stress out of your night when you know this is what we're going to eat and I have everything to make that, or I've already prepped whatever it is that you need. And then honestly, just saving money too. You know, we're, we're much less likely to drive through the drive through on the way home from softball if I have a plan and have food at home. So um, I think that having a meal plan is just a game changer if you can get consistent with it. Megan, talk to us a little bit about that with you guys, because I know that your summer schedules are kind of wild with the boys. So will you guys be sticking to a meal plan this summer? What does that look like for y'all? Yeah. So when Carmen mentioned driving through after softball, I mean, that was like literally us last night. Yesterday, I did prep some chicken. Um, I try to do that every week, prep one protein, Um, but I didn't have like a game plan for it per se. Um as far as my family goes, like I knew what I would do with it, but didn't have a game plan for the boys and my husband. And so, you know, that's where it would be so beneficial if I would write out the meal plan. So I plan this summer to simply write out the plan, you know, going to make this chicken. This is how the boys will have it. Like Carmen said, Um, if it's 
you know, you've got to think about the kiddos um, as well and how how they will, you know, will they have this or will they not? Because that matters. Um, because just because I had the chicken prep did not mean that everybody was going, it was going to be like this plan that worked for everyone. Um, so we can't assume we need it. We need it written out. And like Carmen said, it saves time and it saves money um, because driving through after sports gets expensive. We can't pull through, um, you know, we're in a small town, so Burger King, we can't drive through Burger King and not spend 40 to $50. Um, so, you know, when, when women talk about the fact that they're like so busy, they don't have time to meal plan, prep, all these things. I'm like, really? Because I feel like when we have a game plan, it saves us time and money. So that's a win-win. We just have to, we just have to prepare ourselves a little bit, sit down, write it out, and then we're good to go, you know? Yeah. I was talking to a client the other day and she was talking about how they'll be at the ball field all summer. In the evenings, we have a neighborhood with a pool and that's where like all of my friends, that's where we're going to want to be is at the neighborhood pool in the evenings. And I think it's so easy for us to be like, oh, well, we'll just have pizza delivered to the pool or we'll just have Uber Eats delivered to the pool. But that's really where I'm making like a conscious decision this year to say, you know what, I can plan for us to have dinner at the pool, but maybe we're having a, you know, we're having something healthier at the pool this year. Um, I, some of my meal plans might include having pizza on a Thursday night. I love that. And I can write that in my planner, but I think making a plan for what the week could look like can help us stay on track in, in a variety of different ways. Um, and it's not taking away some of the flexibility that we still love to have in the summer. Like we love to go to the pool. We love to have picnics. We love to go on vacations. But I think having a little bit of a consistent thread through that is going to be really, really good for us uh, maintaining, you know, a variety of different areas in our life this summer. Um, Carmen, I want you to talk a little bit about that. So for me, the summer is all about like kind of loosening up a little bit and having a little bit more flexibility. But as a mom who works from home and I'm going to have these wild children with me this summer, you know, there's a, a, a good mix between flexibility and hardcore scheduling. So talk to me about how you're planning to approach that this summer. The way that I try to plan my day is my top three priorities every single day that are things that like this just has to happen today. And it kind of keeps me from having days where I'm at a deadline for six or seven things and I have to squeeze all of this into one day. So trying to kind of um, separate those kind of more important tasks throughout the week. Um, and they're kind of, they're just non-negotiable. Those three things are getting done. And I will write down more things. If I get to those, I get to those. And if I don't, I don't. And I always kind of say that, the kind of one of the worst mistakes people can make is to over plan their day. Yes, it's important to have a plan and, you know, it just keeps you more mindful of what you need to get done. It's um, writing those things down, checking them off is just that gratification too. I love being able to do that. <laughs> but I think that when you over plan, you're losing that flexibility in your day. And then you're also just setting yourself up to feel like a failure you know, if you look at things and you're like, well, I needed to get these seven things done and I only got three of them done. Well, you know, you 
didn't really plan for those things that we don't know are going to happen. Maybe you have a sick kid at school that you've got to go pick up. Maybe, you know, the dog needs to go to the vet. Maybe, you know, maybe you're just tired and you decided to take an hour to sit down and read a book. (laughs) You know what I mean? So you just kind of have to um, be able to allow yourself some room, some wiggle room, you know, just don't over plan yourself into your day. Just, you know, make sure that you're leaving time for other things that could come up or just other things that you want to do versus, you know, sitting and working on your to-do list. Mm -hmm. So I think the top three um, philosophy kind of works really well for me. So tell us what's in your top three. Today, it was this podcast (laughs) and I'd have to look at my planner. I think I have to proof. I'm going to work on proofing the 2024 planner and then laundry. Those are my top three today. I'm pretty sure the third one was laundry. I love love that. All right. So like I said before, I am on Pinterest looking for schedules, trying to figure out what I'm going to be doing with my kids this summer. How am I going to work? How am I not going to let them lose traction at school? Megan, you are a former teacher. Like, what can you tell our listeners and me of what I need to be doing this summer to bridge the gap? Okay. Number one, I highly recommend whatever type of like educational, whatever you're trying to do, knock it out first thing. Um, Because I guess that kind of goes with like Carmen said, the top three things. Um, That would probably be one of mine because when our days do get crazy and like Carmen said, the dog does need to go to the vet, then we've like checked this off our list. At this point in my life and my children, their ages, I think we would have to do like some sort of a game Um, and, you know, children learn through play. So we would do that. And then, um, you know, if you're a mom and you're not into games and things like that, it can even be you know, the intentional time outside playing basketball, make a fun game with that. Fishing, we fish. Brandy knows like my boys. I mean, if even if you follow me and you're looking at my stories, I mean, I took Sutton fishing yesterday. Like we're always out there fishing. So that's me putting my phone to the side and it's 15 minutes. Um, So as a mom, I want you listeners to understand that 15 minutes is plenty. Like if you have given your child one-on-one time and you're, you know, doing some sort of an activity for 15 minutes, like that's enough. It doesn't have to be this long day, um, you know, that you have dedicated to doing something like 15 minutes a day and um, make it, check it off first thing. Um, Brandy, let's talk a little more about controlling the chaos though. Like real life, our days get crazy. Um, Like I said, I'm going to try to knock this out first thing. What about you and your girls? Um, Well, I know if if you follow me on Instagram, you know that my girls are buck wild. Like it, it is never quiet in our home. It is always wild. I make the best plans ever, but let's face it, 50% of the time, those plans come to fruition. Um, and I'll say this too. I talk, tell my clients this all the time. Like you have to plan for chaos. Carmen, we were talking about making these great plans for a meal plan, but I would say at least one night of the week, every single week consistently, 
that plan never comes through. Like I, I, it's always going to be at least one night we're going to mess up, right? Um, somebody's got to go to the doctor or all of a sudden we have a pop-up thing at the pool. There's always going to be something that's chaotic. But if I know that that chaos is coming, I can start to make a plan for it. I might not know what that chaotic event might be, but I know statistically, I'm going to have at least one night that's off per week. So what can I do if I know that? Then I can have some freezer meals that are already made. I could go ahead and have a rotisserie chicken that is just chilling in my fridge so that I have that prepared. Um, I can get my workout done first thing in the morning, which is going to be really hard for me this summer. But if I know that how things are, I can go and do that in the morning, planning for chaos. Megan talked about driving through and going to like Burger King. You know, what if you had a list of like restaurants in your head that you keep a running tally and you know that to hit, you know, your goals for the day, maybe you know about these three restaurants and these three dishes and you can kind of pick and choose which three dishes you want to have on rotation. So you're not always having a double cheeseburger meal with extra fries and a Coke. There are better meals that we can make in these moments or the better decisions that we can make in these moments that can really control the chaos because it's coming. So Carmen, I want to hear a little bit about you. So those nights that things go chaotically, like talk to us about what you normally do in those situations. Yeah. So I think one good point, and you guys have kind of both touched on this, is having a plan and planning things doesn't mean that things are going to be perfect. Like they're... That, <laughs> That's just not life. Um, it just means that hopefully, pretty consistently, you know, if you have a night nice meal plan, six days out of that week worked, or five days out of that week worked, but you had chaos happen one night and it just didn't work that night. And if you're being that consistent, you're still going to be making progress. And so I think that that's it, a lot of it for me. Like, I don't. I make a plan and there are sometimes that doesn't happen, just like you said. Um, but I think when I can see that I had a plan and it worked most of the time, then that's okay. Like it doesn't have to be perfection. But I do think um, for us during softball and baseball season, like you were saying, meal prepping is definitely key. Having that plan like Megan was saying, you know, she had her protein prepared, but she's like, well, I'm not sure what I'm going to, what I'm going to do with that. And I run into that sometimes too. It's like, well, I have the things, but I didn't really think about it. So what am I going to do? And honestly, sometimes you're just tired and it's like, you know what? I, I can't go home and cook and, you know, do whatever tonight. So I like your idea too, of I'm going to drive through tonight, but these are kind of some better options. And then also you know, when you do have that plan and things are working out most of the time, you're, you can have those times where you do, like you said, you go to the pool and you get pizza with the kids because, you know, it's life and you need to be able to enjoy it. And so I always kind of try to say like, I don't sell perfection. Like I would never want anyone to think that because I have this nice, you know, well laid out planner that my life just runs perfectly because it doesn't. So <laughs> you're given the tools, which I think is incredible. And I mean, I will also tell you too, you have a thankful section each week mm -hmm. within the planner. And that has very quickly become my favorite section in the planner. Oh, um, and it feels like the unsung hero to me. Talk to mm -hmm. me about what was your hope? What was your intention in putting that 
every single week in the planner. Yeah. So I think when, um, you know, when my sister and I were designing it, she's in healthcare as well. You know, we kind of see how mental health can really have an impact on someone um, and just really be hard and be difficult. And um, I think especially as busy working moms, just the pressures that people feel in today's society. And we needed that one piece of our planner that kind of helped you, you know, just helped with your mental health, take some time to think about what was really good today. And that might just be, I got a 15 minute walk with my daughter or I got to read a book or my husband made me a coffee or, you know, just those little things that make you kind of just think about, you know what, life isn't that bad. You know, even though sometimes it does feel like everything's coming down on top of you, you know? So we just wanted that part of our planner that, you know, I guess we wanted it to be like a whole health type of thing. You know, you can keep, you can keep track of appointments and to do's and all those things, but what are you doing to take care of yourself and, you know, take some time to do that. So I'm glad to hear that you like that section. (laughs) I love seeing the thankful section. Uh, This past year I have tried to slow down and think about all the things that I'm thankful for and that you can't do that unless you sit back and actually think about it. So Carmen, you having that section in your planner reminds me to do that. So I love it. Carmen, what do you want to tell the overwhelmed mom, the mom that hasn't, you know, she's not planning anything right now that she is so overwhelmed and thinking about summer is scaring the bejesus out of her. What do you want to tell her? Um, I think that, I think that it's just important to know that you don't, first of all, you don't have to do it all. Don't feel like you have to do everything. And just don't compare your life and what you have going on to someone else's. I think the most important thing you can do is start reflecting on your day. What parts of your day, what routines, what habits, what things like that can you change and start to improve that will make you feel better, make you feel like you have a more balanced day, a more balanced life. And, you know, that doesn't look the same for all of us. And I think that the more you start to reflect on those things about your life that you want to change, that you want to do better and start just gradually changing habits, changing routines to make those things, you know, fit better into your daily life to take care of some of your stress level, things like that, the better off that you are. So I think that making yourself feel like, you have to do it all is just one thing that just, just remember you don't, I mean, things don't have to be perfect, you know, not, you know, you don't have to your house. I mean, we talk about Pinterest and it's like, my house doesn't really ever look like a Pinterest picture. (laughs) I wish it did, but it doesn't. (laughs) There might be like one day a month that it it might for like five minutes, but you know, it's just more about, the routines and how you're spending your time and those habits and things that you're building in your life to just, you know, feel like you're making progress and that you have kind of that balance and whatever that looks like for you may not be the same as somebody else. So that's, that's kind of where I would start. Love that. 
Carmen, you have something very exciting that is debuting. By the time this podcast airs, it will be launched. You want to talk a little bit about your newest piece, the health planner. Talk to us a little bit about that. Yeah. So um, I created a health journal and it's it's a smaller book. It's just a four month um, undated journal. And it is a nice companion to the planner. I know I've talked a lot about daily reflection and just how important that can be for self-awareness and like trying to identify and reinforce habits and things like that. So each day has a section where you can journal, you could, there's so many uses, but right now I'm using it for journaling. My mom's going to use it to track blood pressure. You could use it if you're diabetic to, you know, track your blood sugars. It's great. The journaling is obviously great for mental health. Um, you know, there's just so many uses. I have a, a planner friend who's going to be using it to track her symptoms. She has an autoimmune disorder. And, you know, sometimes when you have those things going on, it's hard to like zero in on when I trigger things and when was I having symptoms and what was I doing that day or what did I eat or So she's going to be using it for that, which I think is great. Um, There's also a habit tracker at the back um, of each week. And then each week has a section to reflect on how your week went and then to start thinking about your goals for the next week. It is a great companion to the planner because the planner kind of dives into that a little bit. But if you're someone who, you know, really is trying to make different, um, you know, reach some really high goals or just you know, really try to focus on some health aspects in your life. It's a great addition to that. Just gives you some more room and, you know, set up a little bit differently um, just to prioritize that. So I'm really excited. I'm excited about it. I am too. On a personal level, I'm so excited about it. Um, I think it's going to be so good for all of us. So thank you for sharing today. We are so glad that you guys got to meet our friend Carmen today as she talks a little bit more about intentional living this summer. For more tips of intentional living, make sure to follow Megan and myself on Instagram. You can check that out in the show notes and be sure to follow Carmen at Plan Bold Planners on Instagram as well as she shares more about her own personal journey and planning for success. And don't forget to subscribe so you know when the next episodes drop and tell your besties.